And good afternoon. It's this is episode one of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Planiverse with bah, me, bah, bah. with me, Steve Morton, and Karina Tovmasian. Good afternoon and good uh, welcome, afternoon. everyone. This is something new for both of us. Uh, we have no clue where this is going to take us, but we will do our best to entertain you um, on this. So episode one, we were thinking of covering the simple topic of what size and why. And does size matter? Well, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We've hit the gutter already, I see. (laughs) Five seconds into the program and we're already in toilet humor. Thank you, Steve. Have a nice day. (laughs) And that was the end of that. So when you're choosing a planner or an organizer, there are lots of different sizes to choose from. Uh, In terms of ring bound, you can go from sort of A4 at one extreme, um, which is a European thing or a worldwide thing, depending on your viewpoint, uh, sort of page size of sort of 297 millimetres to two by 210 millimetres, down to, in Filofax terms, sort of mini, or which is tiny, sort of about an eighth of the page size, and everything in between. And for sort of bound notebooks and um, traveller's notebooks, you have a variety of huge sizes. They tend to don't get any bigger, as far as I'm aware, bigger than A5. Well, now, Steve, you know that there's also the desk fax size, the B5, and then there's also A4, which which supersedes us all. But as far as bound planners, you're right. I think A5 is as big as they do get. You do get A4 notebooks, though, don't you? But I'm not aware of an A4 diary, although I'm sure someone makes one somewhere. But in terms of traveller's notebooks, I've not seen anything bigger than A5. And even and that's sort of stretching it. There, there are various ones that are the same height as A5, but they vary in width a little bit. You know, the traditional Midori is um, 110 millimetres wide page size, but... Um, they do vary in the sort of smaller ranges. There's so many different sizes. I can't even keep keep um, a handle of what is what at all. It's pure nonsense in a way. Well, I find the the most important thing for me when picking a size is the ability to have that size interact with me in a daily experience so that the paper's not getting in the way. It's actually helping me get my ideas on paper. So if I were to pick a size that was inappropriate, I would know instantly because the minute I grabbed the planner that had that incorrect paper size, I'd become bumfuzzed by it. I'd be just completely confused as to what it's doing in my presence. Usually the sizes correspond with the activity that I'm doing. So obviously if it's something where I need to be on the go, and take out my planner or diary quickly, then I would be in a better position to have some of the smaller sizes as opposed to the larger ones. Now, I have been known to threaten to carry around an A5 Mia Cara as a wallet, but that was just a thought. And then, of course, I soon realized that after flopping it about at the marketplace, that didn't go too well. 
So I settled into a medium size, which I think in the Filofax world would be considered a personal size. Yes, the, the, there is a sort of a, a limitation on, or a lot of people sort of sit in the dividing line between what stays at home and what gets carried around. Now, that implies using more than one size. Not everyone does. So sometimes, I suppose, in a way, that's most probably why we find the personal slash medium slash standard size, depending on which make you're talking about. They're all the same physical size. Um, hits as, as the sort of compromise um, between all of the different range of sizes. It's neither too big nor it's too small. Yet, we I often see people saying, I can't get on with personal size, the page is too narrow. Yeah, okay. Um, so what are the options? Well, you can either go up in size to A5, and then it becomes too big, as you say. Or you can go one step slightly down to A6, which is sort of hit the, the community this year in a big way. Although it's been around for a long time um, with mulberry agendas and then what have you they have used that size for some time it's just that the the price point of a mulberry has been beyond a lot of people so it's never really been sort of hit the things as as much as it has in this last year especially well um, and, and i know you and i differ on this and i think it's it's great to talk about the two sides of the a6 Personally, I can't stand A6 size. It doesn't suit my needs. It's extremely small. It's squarish, and I don't understand what its purpose in life is. Um, having had a Mulberry and having tried out the experience of A6, the only way I was able to make it work was uh, with custom-fitted inserts that made the pages larger than they normally are. So that it had fold-outs, and uh, mm. we were able to uh, spread out the real estate onto the desk wider than the actual A6 size. Uh, for me, personal size is great. And if I feel that it's too narrow, I find myself inserts where I can write vertically as opposed to horizontally. Mm. So, and I know Filofax does in fact make horizontal inserts for personal size. I think our colleague Chrissy uses uh, horizontal. Yeah, there's an awful uh, lot of vertical. people switch it round. Um, right into sort of landscape sort of format because then um, the rings tend not to get in the way maybe depends on how you use you could actually do it so you, you had it one way around sort of on one page and flip the whole thing through 180 degrees and use it the other way and then they never get in the way at all you're never battling against the rings the rings are always this issue when it comes to writing on one side of the page or the other side of the page the rings tend to get in the way if they're too big and you don't have much paper in there, or you're more at the front than you are at the back, and and so on and so on. Um, are are you a ring? Re are you a page remover when you write, or do you leave it in the plan? I leave it in. I see. I take the paper out when I write. <laughs> <laughs> but what I have also done, especially in my A5, which has got the humongous big 35 mil rings in, is I shuffled the order of the sections in my organizer to balance the whole sort of page stacks either side of the the rings so they're roughly the same sort of height then they don't tend to interfere too much now in my case that was a case of just shifting one section to the front rather than it being at the back so that the diary slash planner 
is tends to be roughly in the middle and that's where it tends to stay open on that page anyway so you know today's date and i just work from there really well going back to the topic of carrying with you out and about and then leaving one on the desk what size do you find that you're leaving at home at the desk at home i leave the a5 and what i carry around currently and have been for the last six months or more is an a6 boo ha yes <laughs> you're loving it aren't you <laughs> <laughs> but well, I'm, gl- I'm glad it's working for you though what i did do at the beginning of this year was i didn't print any personal size inserts because i i have in revert in reserve in the cupboard waiting in the wings should it all fail on me <laughs> the reserve stash personal yeah, size a, a personal size organizer <laughs> with all the pages still in it ready to go and i deliberately didn't print uh, a diary insert for this year i t- print all my own diary inserts normally and then i thought right i'm home and dry here i can make my way through i can force myself it's like taking the candy out of the the cupboard sort of thing you can't eat it if it's not there and then someone sent me a personal size insert from uk thing you know you might find this useful <laughs> thing you no know, fail <laughs> yeah they've they've gone and messed it all up now so that got put away and i've not used it since but i actually did change recently which insert i am using in a6 to be the same layout as the one i use in a5 um which is my sort of enhanced sort of time management one um obviously a a stripped down version of it but i find that the two matching now the one on the desk and the one that i carry around matching um it works really well for me because i can um the layout being the same it's easy to sort of cross-check visually that you've actually recorded the same information um on each day and each week and what have you so do you do that do you duplicate your your content yeah i tend to only duplicate the um the planner part of it and occasionally some of the tasks that are going to happen away from home ordinarily most of it just stays in the a um, five but i've got other information that i carry around with me which isn't pertinent for stuff at home so the a6 tends to have extra pages in it that See, don't yeah. exist in the other one you and i differ on that also because i when i first started my experience using planners at multiple planners my instinct was to have two sets of the same calendar with me so that i could duplicate but I found that to be such a tedious exercise and wasting time that I chose to make one prime calendar. So anything that had dates on it was going to be in the main calendar planning system. And everything else was going to be a module of my life or any moving bit that I wanted to track. And so the, the personal size that I have now actually tracks food and exercise and logins and passwords and all sorts of other things that don't need a date or time continuum to be able to be found in the planner verse. Mm. Whereas if I have one date put down, it stays there, it doesn't move, and the most I will ever duplicate is perhaps putting it into my iCal so then I can follow on with a six-month reminder if I need something digital to come back at me. But I way prefer the the analog 
calendar, being able to have just one calendar, one primary calendar, and then everything else is a supplement or is a tracking, uh, even if it's a gratitude journal or uh, just food journal, all of that is a supplement to what's getting planned. What I find is the that the A6 is certainly a satellite of the, the A5. The one that stays at home is mm-hmm. the primary one. The one I carry around with me is just so I've got something with me. Now, I don't work. I don't go to work, per se, like most people do. Um, the one instance when I'm away from home that I need to note down dates on a regular basis is when I attend my... Um, adult education French class in town and the, the tutor might suddenly say oh by the way we won't have a lesson in two weeks time we'll be doing this 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 and this and that and I, that's when I need to record something has changed but I very carefully make sure that whatever I've recorded on there goes back into the A5 when I get home and also I hate saying this, but I actually update iCal as well because that's got a reoccurring sort of nature. So the rest of the family know where I should be or when lunch has got to be done and and all this sort of stuff. You know, it's the one event in the week, more or less, for me, during the day that actually has a fixed time uh, thing for it. Most of the rest of the time, we are very flexible on things you know like when do you want lunch well i'm not really hungry yet so you know it's not quite cri- so critical right and i you know as as you say i also don't work i do work but i work from home for the most part mm. i used to travel quite frequently um commuting was uh, airplane distance for me and one of the things that i realized i insisted at the time of carrying a desk fax with me in fact i had alan marshall's red desk fax and that is the absolute correct name for that um, desk backs, nine rings carrying around with me. And I felt like I had my entire life uh, mm. booked in that c- container. It was all contained within those nine rings. And I absolutely loved it. There was, there was, no, I made room in my life to make sure that I could carry that around. And it fit the B5 size fit very nicely with the rest of the U.S. letter size mm. content that I had. Not that it would fit inside the planner, but when I stack things, they would stack things correctly on the planner. Um, and then, of course, you remember that day that I took it to one of my workshops and the rings just came undone and I thought <laughs> I was coming undone and you helped me fix that. Um, but I, I th- you said something important. I wanted to, to touch back on that. You said you cringed almost when you said, I hate to say it, but I do use iCal. Now, mm. why why do you hate to say that? It's not well, so it's, bad. It's Many sort of an admission of guilt, isn't it? That we use well, electronic... Guilt of what? Well, it's... The main reason I use paper goes back, really, um, or switched back to paper. It goes back to sort of 2005 when I got a new job and they said, no personal electronics in the office, sir. Oh, what am I going to use then? Because <laughs> I'd been sort of using electronic calendars of one sort or another for about 15 years, um, having sort of previously used the Filofax. I thought, hmm. What about my sign organizer? Nope, can't use that. It records audio. Okay. What about one of these? Nope, can't use that either. No mobile phones either. Okay. File effects? Yeah, yeah, that's okay. 
went home, dusted the thing off, looked in the inserts thinking, gosh, this is a long time since I've last used this. Were the inserts dated back to 1872? Not quite. No, no. <laughs> Just a bit later than that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so this was when I only had the one file effects. And there's an admission. He only had one in 2005. And how many has he got now? Mm-mm-mm. A topic for another episode, I think. Probably. <laughs> well, it's interesting. It's interesting that you mentioned it with such guilt. Uh, I, you know, I, I am someone that absolutely follows what's happening in the analog versus digital world. And mm. I think it's extraordinary to see the level of guilt or shame or supposed shame that comes up when I mention that I use iCal and people say, but how, how so you use analog planners? Well, mm. why, why this uh, sort of hedonism? And it's come to my attention that in fact, uh, the digital world is meant to supplement the analog world. And it, but if we do it the other way around, we tend to lose ourselves in the automatedness of it all. The automation takes over. And so we really shouldn't have any guilt of using tools that are there to help us and aid us. And so I do use my iCal, but predominantly I end up using my analog planner. And I think that's Mm. a very important point to make because, you know, when I first started with the apps, with the iPhone apps, I remember there, there, every other week there was a new productivity app that would do the to-do lists or the calendar apps. And there just isn't ever going to be one that does everything the written form does. No. So, and I have a love-hate relationship with most of them because they don't do what I want them to do. Whereas paper, I have control over. There's no automation involved. You know, what I write on it, you know, stays. It doesn't change when I change time zones, which happens quite often. And it's quite horrendously sometimes. Whereas using paper sort of sticks with you. Now, to sort of get slightly back on topic, I've used a variety of sizes. I have used Desfax briefly, but not as much as you have. Um, Some of the smaller sizes, the sort of pocket and mini and M2 even, I've never really seriously used as a, um, as a planner. They've just always been sort of too small for me. But I know a lot of people use the smaller sizes as sort of wallets and um, sort of notebooks and some to a certain extent sort of wallet and organizer. That's a, a whole topic in itself. Um, and... Then there's the sort of variety of um, different ring size, personal size, because you've not just got, well, personal, and then you've got the smaller variety of compact and um, slimline, which are just Mm -hmm. the same paper size, but smaller rings. So you're carrying far less. It it goes in your pocket easier or in your purse or handbag or whatever. Again, I am not typical... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in that department either. I hate having anything in my sort of um, pockets of my clothes, but uh, we'll cover that one again some other time. I, When I've um, done any extensive amount of travelling... Um, oh, Onslow's getting in on the act. Um, <laughs> I have used an A5 um, because of, you know, the need to have various travel documents and all sorts of stuff with me 
Um, and it literally has become like a mobile office then. Yep. Um, and I've tended to use, if I've been traveling around a lot, um, I've tended to use um, a zipped organizer. The, the zipped versus the clasp is another area I'm sure we could discuss for forever and a day we'll, we'll cover that one in a later episode i think as well because the, that needs exploring we'll you know pull the thing to pieces between us and let the listeners decide which is for them that would be great because <laughs> <laughs> that really is you know it's not what we think it's what you think what you the listener thinks in all of these things the zipped the clasp and the claspless or claspless as well yeah must mustn't forget that that's right <laughs> And then um, we go into sort of all sorts of other realms as well, don't we? With, well, do you go for one set of rings, or if you go, if you're thinking duplex, with two, although they're not exactly common. Um, they're fairly rare, really. And you can't go out and buy one e easily. One thing I've wished with Filofax, I wish they'd make their ring sizes and their planner sizes larger like how the franklin coveys have the larger ring mm. sizes i really did enjoy that when i was using franklin covey that was one of the biggest joys i had was being able to concisely fit an entire year without it having busting at the seams mm. whereas some filofaxes depending on the types of inserts and the weight of the mm. paper that's used i'm busting at the seams with the content i want to carry around and that's why the de hence the desk facts yeah. because I was able to fit so much more on and clearly plan out my thoughts using a larger sized paper and it folded so nicely if I wanted to have an of course B5 is double A5 if I'm mm. not mistaken right so you'd be able to fold a B5 in half hole punch it and carry it around in your A5 as mm. I've done with some of my notes that I, you know, yeah. I've shared with my colleagues very easily I've always recently found when i have been using personal size i've always ended up in a 30 mil ring one you know it's quite a brick when you're sort of carrying the thing around and that's even just a straightforward you know standard sort of personal with a with 30 mil rings if you talk about a miyakara with <laughs> 30 mil rings then it becomes even heavier still uh, just to point out, they don't come as standard with 30 mil rings. I just happen to have fitted 30 mil rings to mine. Right. That's another story. Uh, it's, um, the whole weight issue becomes... It, and also, the thing is just physically m that much bigger uh, in you know, overall size. Um, well, I, I know when I was dealing with personal size, one of the issues I would have is that when I did carry the personal size, it was too small to do the planning in. Mm. And so it would make me want to switch to the A5. And when I did the A5, that was too big to carry around. And so there was this incessant pull to not find something in between. Yeah. And ultimately what I found and what's worked for me is that the A5 does stay at home. Whereas the, anything personal size and below can be carried very mm, easily. relatively easily. Unless of course you're carrying school books and you're making your A5 part of the notebook system that mm. carries your notes in which case you're carrying half a load anyway, you might as well carry that A5 with you. But if you're just going about your daily business, trying to make your errands, um, getting from point A to point B, really I think the ideal optimum size to carry is personal or below. And as you said, mini size, I've used mini size and I quite ha was happy with it. Um, I was able to get these ID card 
plastic inserts from one of our office supply stores and I punched holes in them. And I remember at the time I had a Martha Stewart hole punch that punched heart-shaped holes. So I had little mini inserts with heart-shaped holes punched across the board. And mini has five rings as opposed to the pocket, mm. which has six rings. And these plastic ID card holders fit perfectly. And I was able to keep, I think it was at the time, 30-odd cards within a mini and have that in a, such a small a footprint that it would almost get lost in my handbag. It was fantastic mm. to be able to pull that out and have the lady at the whatever kiosk mm. I was at just gawk and say, my God, how many, how many cards do you have in there? Every loyalty card known to man was hidden inside that mini. One of the odd things that I've never, um, well, never researched is why Franklin Covey decided to do their inserts 10 millimeters wider than Filofax. The same height, but 10 millimeters wider. Now, it causes no end of problems um, for people that are just buying off-the-shelf organizers. Yes, if you go for a custom-made organizer, then you haven't got a problem. Or if you're importing one, if you're not in the US, and you're importing an organizer from the US into Europe, then, of course, you can use those inserts. But a lot of people can buy inserts in the American sides, which for Daytimer and all the other brands, but have no end of problems in in the case of some organisers, not all of them, because of the extra width with the tabs getting so close to the edge of the, the binder. But I've never understood why they originally decided on that slightly wider size. I would imagine it's a more convenient size to use for a lot of people. Well, their planners are slightly wider. If you notice, they're, yeah. they're, I think they're called compact size, mm. is that what they consider their medium size. And uh, so it's interesting to me to see that it's actually wider. But what, what perplexes me more about Franklin Covey is the fact that they chose to go with a proprietary seven-hole system Mm. which requires a separate hole puncher and just <laughs> absolutely drives me nuts, which is one of the reasons why I've stopped using them. They think, I think perhaps somewhere in the corporate structure, they thought, ah, if we put seven holes in there, they'll be forced to buy our paper, forced to buy our hole punches, and we'll have them for life. Yes, <laughs> and that point was picked up by the original guy who started Filofaxa in one of his early posts where he, he sort of, disowned <laughs> is that right yeah it, he's i can't remember the quote now but i'll stick it in the show notes for the for the episode and it, he came out with a lovely saying and it, it brings a smile to my face every time i read it sort of thing he just infuriated the, the franklin covey sort of users yeah. with this one liner <laughs> yeah absolutely i mean that's one of the reasons why i came <laughs> off of their system uh, yeah. Also, the fact that they used to make lovely, lovely binders made in the USA, yeah. and then they switched to horrible binders made in China, and I just couldn't understand why they would insist on lowering the quality and raising mm. the cost. That was just a horrible move on their part. So, before we close for today, I have one tip that I want to mention when it comes to size, and that is this. Don't go out and buy anything no organizers no diary inserts or anything until you have taken some any old paper of whatever size you want and then cut that paper 
to the size that you're considering using. Obviously, the paper you use has got to be bigger than the size you want to use, or it's got to be the same size, whichever. And just try using um, that size of paper for several days to see if your life fits on it. Even draw out an approximation of what the diary insert you're thinking of using looks like with a pen and a ruler just keep it nice and simple and just use the thing for several days it's going to cost you pennies or cents um, to do but it will save you a lot of heartache in the future how many times have I seen someone selling this thing can't get on with this size I need something bigger slash smaller and you know they've bought something costing several hundred dollars euros pounds or whatever and then it's just not for them that's a great Um, tip steve i think also keep in mind when you do come off a size that's another tip i would add is if you if you do come off the a5 size don't sell everything you own in a5 because sure enough two months down the line you're going to be needing that size again keep some of the investment that you've made you've come this far hang on to it a bit more because you'll see that eventually your sizes and your preferences for what you're writing in your diaries and journals will change. Good thinking. I've got cupboards full of stuff in other sizes. I've learned the hard (laughs) way. Just in case. Anyway, we'll finish today um, on that note and we'll start thinking and planning uh, after we receive your howling of feedback, hopefully about what we talk about in our next episode. We're going to try and keep these to around about 30 minutes because otherwise we'll just dry up, I'm sure, or you'll die laughing or something or other. Anyway, I'm Steve Morton. You'll find me on filofaxi.com and... I'm Karina Tovmasian. You'll find me on thinkerextraordinaire.com. Thank you. Thank you.